Hello and welcome to the Glide TV Recaps The Golden Girls. Today we are on Season 6, Episode 11, Stand By Your Man, which originally aired on December 1st of 1990. So let's learn what else transpired in history on that day. Well, in 1929, one of your favorites, The Game of Bingo, is invented by Edwin S. Lowe. Okay. Uh, in 1974, the Skid Row Slasher kills the first of eight victims. And our most recent event, on December 1st of 2018, Syrian Shadow Puppetry is added to the UN list of cultural activities in urgent need of saving. Yes, so... Okay, I didn't know there was such a list. There is appar apparently so. And Syrian shadow puppetry is one that needs to be protected. So, that is our history lesson for today. So why don't you tell us what transpired in this installment of The Golden Girls. Alrighty, in scene one we see Sophia taking up Syrian puppetry. Or whatever that was. Syrian okay. shadow puppetry, yeah. Shadow puppetry. Uh, scene one, we're in the living room. Dorothy and Sophia sitting on the couch. Rose enters and says... Thanks for bringing the boys over, Dreyfus, and opens the front door. We then see Dreyfus and three pups run through the living room and out the front door. Rose then sits in a chair. They talk about the dogs for a minute, and Sophia mentions Nurse Ratchet. Oh, boy. Blanche enters and says it's Saturday night, and she doesn't have a date. Dorothy is going to the library and asks Blanche to come along. We learn that Big Daddy helped burn a lot of books outside the local library in Blanche's younger days. No mm -hmm. surprise there. Well, actually, uh, when I looked into it, uh, the KKK didn't really do much book burning. Ah, okay. So, I mean, the only thing I could really find is uh, in the 70s, uh, or maybe the late 60s, uh, the KKK assisted in burning Beatles records, books, and other stuff like that. Uh, after John Lennon's "The Beatles are more popular uh, than Jesus", Jesus comment stuff. Uh huh. Yes. That's the only thing I could really find about the KKK burning books. So. Oh boy. All right. Scene two. We're at the library. Blanche and Dorothy enter. Blanche spots a man right away, and checks him out closely. He even checks what book he is reading, which was titled. Females to fondle. Yes, she was wondering about that, but it happens to be volume seven of the encyclopedia. Now, I think we've already got past it. You didn't mention it here. Uh, Dorothy uh, states that library is from the Latin librarius, yes. which means like room with a lot of books <laughs> or, or something. something. Yeah. Um, so librarius no. was a Latin phrase oh, okay. or word, uh, which translated roughly to a pastry cook or confectioner. Okay. So, uh, not remotely close. Okay. All right. So Blanche is getting the latest Stephen King book. I mean, Dorothy is getting the latest Stephen King book for Sophia. Yes. Blanche learns that the man she's after is a sports agent. Hey. Sophia's library card, well, it's been expired for five years. Wow. That's a long time. Dorothy uses her card and goes off on the librarian for some reason. I'm not really sure why. There's more from Blanche and the agent. And Blanche makes a date with the man for that night. 
And the man says he needs to be rolling since he has an appointment with a client in a half hour. And we finally see he is in a wheelchair. Blanche also noticed that. And she looks a little bit disappointed. Scene three, we're in the living room. Dorothy confronts Sophia about her library card. Blanche comes out and says she doesn't think she can go through with it. She needs to call Ted. That's her date. And cancel. She doesn't think it is fair that he did not tell her he was disabled. Blanche thinks Dorothy could go as a chaperone. But Blanche blackmails Sophia into being the chaperone. All right, Rose comes out and says that she can keep one of the puppies. Woohoo! And she even named it Bingo. Ah, uh, the other girls say no to keeping the dog. But Rose goes into the kitchen and comes back out holding a puppy. Oh, boy. Scene four, we're in Ted's apartment. We see Ted and his, I guess it was Butler. Yeah, I was uh, trying to figure that out. I was like, I think uh, the, the role actually... Is credited as houseboy. Houseboy. Which I was like, uh, okay. I'd rather say butler. Yeah. Yeah, the role's credited as as houseboy, which sounds sexual in nature. Uh, yes. Uh, Which maybe it is. I don't know what they get up to, but I uh, doubt it. I don't know, but we see them inside the room when the doorbell rings, and of course it's Blanche and Sophia. But Blanche introduces her as her grandmother. Yeah. Sophia even gets to say, we was pa. And other southern words. We was po. We was pa. Po. Yeah, po. Yeah. (laughs) And other southern words. Really strange. They talk a while. And Ted is not pa. No, he is not pa. He is not. No, he's a sports agent. (laughs) Unless he's really unsuccessful. And he has Andy, uh, his butler, bring out a card of champagne and caviar. Ooh, apparently Ted lives somewhere else, but spends a lot of time in Miami, so he has an apartment, because it's so much better than spending time in hotels, which Blanche says, yes, they charge you for the whole night, even though you only stay there an hour. Scene five, we're in Ted's apartment again. Blanche finished eating a meal, and Sophia comes out from the bedroom and gushes about what is in there. Boy, big screen TV. Oh, you know, Sophia loves that one. There's a round bed. There's lights that turn on and off when you clap. Yeah. Well, Sophia goes back in the bedroom and Ted wants to know if there's a way they can get rid of Sophia. He even suggests that Andy could drive her home. Uh Uh-huh. I wonder what he has in mind. Scene six, we're in the kitchen. Rose and Sophia and Dorothy. Dorothy wants the dog gone. He has done some damage around the house, and Dorothy just can't live this way. The talk turns to Blanton that she didn't come home last night. <laughs> Sophia says a man in a wheelchair can still satisfy a woman. Picture it. Sicily, 1914. A man in a wheelchair satisfies a woman. That's a short story, but it makes her point. All right. Blanton. Okay. It does. Yeah. To be fair, it does. I hope she was not the one because she would have been nine years old. Has well, a date. Yes. <laughs> well. Well, in the year 1912? 1914. She would have been nine? Yeah, she was born in 1905, so. Okay, y'all have some issues with some later episodes then here. Okay. When we get into Sophia's first marriage. Ah. Yes. Blanche enters and she's very happy. Ted fits her to a G. Uh, not a T to a G. Oh, Blanche leaves as she has a date again tonight. 
She comes back in asking who ate the heel off her red pumps. Well, Rose confesses that she did. <laughs> it's sure thing. Scene seven, we're in the living room. Rose says she has taught Bingo to sit. Dorothy had a pet as a child. When she was six, she wanted a pony. Sophia brought her a little paper bird on a stick from the circus. So I was wondering, did Sophia go to the circus without Dorothy? I guess. <laughs> Sure. So Sophia and Sal go to the circus and leave their six-year-old daughter at home? I mean... I guess. Boy, what parents. Okay. Uh, we get a story about Dorothy's bird. And oh, how it, it was the 40s. Yeah. And how it was used to relight the pilot light. Okay. Scene eight, we're in the kitchen. Dorothy and Rose sitting at the table. Sophia comes in and says to hurry it up as they are going to be late for Temple. She is dressed quite well. Dorothy reminds her that this is Tuesday and they are Catholic. Uh, Sophia is losing it. Blanche enters and says she doesn't know what she will do with Ted Tanner. Sophia says if he wants to colorize movies, let him colorize movies. It is show business. Yeah, she has mistaken Ted Tanner for Ted Turner here. Mm -hmm. uh, but, you know, most younger people that see this show now probably won't have a clue what that was. Was meaning well, I, I knew what it meant, but uh, <laughs> but that was a big deal back in the 80s. Sophia leaves. Ted called Blanche from Philadelphia and is going to be in town and wants to see Blanche. Ted has been out of town for a week and Blanche didn't have to worry about it, but now she thinks Ted wants to escalate the relationship. Dorothy says to take a chance, like she did with a pilot in an airplane lavatory. Yes, don't judge. Dorothy, please. Yeah. Okay, scene nine. Kitchen again. Rose asks if Sophia fed bingo today. She isn't sure, but Blanche did put the dog out in the garage. Ted is coming over later. Rose doesn't know what to do with bingo. Well, what a surprising turn of events. Scene 10. 10. We're in the kitchen. Rose is on the phone, says, thank you, and hangs up. She has great news. There is an organization called Pets for People. They match up old people with pets. Rose took Bingo over there this morning. They already matched him with somebody. Yeah, Dorothy says she will miss the little guy. Now, I, I would think here, I don't know exactly what they uh, mean by old people. I assume yeah. they mean like Sophia's age. Is I'm guessing what they're meaning? I don't think it's that old. Oh, okay, because I was going to say, like, an 80-year-old with a puppy, not a great combo there. No. I was thinking more like Rose's age. Okay, that would make more sense. That'd be it's still a little, little hard, a but little it'd button. be more doable. But like Sophia's age. That's what I was thinking. They were saying I was like, oh, these, this is gonna be like an eighty-year-old with a puppy. Oh, jeez. Yeah. yeah, let's set up this eighty-year-old with a pit bull and have him walking around the neighborhood. Sure. Well, that'd be fine. Okay, scene eleven. We're in the living room. Blanche and Ted. Ted Blanche says. She is now comfortable with the ideal of having Ted and his wheelchair. It is not more than she can handle. Hey, Blanche learns, but Blanche learns that he is married and just wanted some fun here in Miami. Blanche is quite outraged and says she never goes out with another man's husband and throws him out. You want to retake that? Retake it. She never goes out with another man's husband? With another woman's husband. Sorry. I'm sure she also wouldn't go out with a man's husband in most cases either, but... Sure. Okay, another woman's husband. 
and throws him out. And the episode ends as Blanche talks about never picking up another man in a library on a Saturday unless he is cute, drives a nice car, etc. And this episode comes to a close. Right now, so... So Ted's a sports agent is what he claims. That's what he claims. So... Now he, as far as we tell, right, he's not part of an agency. He's an independent sports agent here. Oh, back in the 80s, 90s, probably, yeah. Sure. Uh, but so he goes between Philly and Miami all the time. Yes. So, like, what are his clients? Like, he has to have major clients if he's doing this, right? If he's making that much on commission. Well, yeah. Especially in the late 80s. Yeah, late eight. I think this was 1990 when it was aired. So. Yeah, so the late, late 80s, 80s is when he's making a lot of his money. So, I mean, so. is he repping like Dan Marino and stuff or this could time? Be football players in Philly, it could be any sport. Well, I mean, 89, like the late 80s, like the NBA players aren't getting paid a bunch. No, but really. agents usually, I think 40% was is their normal take. Uh, um, not really, but, well, well uh, nowadays it's about 10%. Is, 10? Yeah, it's roughly standard now. I thought back then, I thought I heard 40. It may have been uh, then, I don't know, I know now it's about 10%, but. But, I mean, if he has four clients. If it's know. 40%, then, yeah, he could have a very small client base as long as they're the high-earning players, I guess, yeah. I I, mean, I, I don't know. know. I found it to be kind of a weird uh, career choice for them to make here. Uh, I mean, I know they don't really put too much thought into the career choices for this stuff. Uh, no, they you don't. Know, but they don't. Still, I thought that was a strange, uh, strange choice. And I do know most agents don't make a lot. But, you know, like Rich Paul nowadays. Yeah, well, that's not a great comp. You know, Rich Paul probably makes... A yeah, good amount. Uh, yeah. Um, but most agents, yeah, if you're only the agent of one little dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're not making a ton He's no, making a minimum. Yeah, you're probably not making a yeah. whole bunch. Well, I mean, 10% of minimum still like 200K or so, which is pretty which is good okay, relatively. Still. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they don't worry about those kind of things. No. No. Okay, anywho, we have a few references that I have not already brought up. Uh, firstly, to Nurse Ratched, who uh, is a fictional character, of course. Uh, the main antagonist of Ken Kesey's 1962 novel, One Floor of the Cuckoo's Nest, as well as the 1975 film of the same name. Uh, she has since become a popular metaphor for the corrupting influence of institutional power and authority in bureaucracies such as the psychiatric treatment center in which the story is set. Uh, then the KKK and Liberius we already talked about. Uh, Stephen King, uh, an American horror, supernatural fiction, suspense, sci-fi, and fantasy author uh, whose books have sold more than 350 million copies, many of which have been adapted into feature films, miniseries, TV series, and comic books. Uh, he has published 58 novels, including seven under the pen name Richard Bachman, uh, and six non-fiction books. Has written approximately 200 short stories, most of which have been published in book collections. Uh, and lastly, so Ted Turner, 
was uh, or is a media proprietor, producer, and philanthropist, uh, best known uh, initially as the founder of CNN. Uh, he later pioneered the superstation concept in cable TV uh, with his channel TBS, uh, and has since, like, TNT he owns. The colorizing movie one, which is what uh, is brought up here. Yes. So that would have to do with uh, TCM, Turner Classic Movies, right? Which he also owns, of course. Uh, would be that, at I guess, in the late 80s, uh, that they were deciding to colorize the black and white movies that they aired to show them in color, uh, which is a weird process, but it's done, it doesn't really, you don't really have it done anymore ever. No one really colorizes anymore. Um, but that's pretty much what that was, is just adding color to black and white movies, which is a very weird uh, okay. technique, but it was done a bit at the time. Um, anywho, we have a few side characters. Uh, Dreyfus uh, is played by Bear the Dog, uh, known for this role, his appearance as Dreyfus on Nurses and Empty Nest, uh, as well as the character of Wishbone on the show Wishbone. Uh, then I cannot find any credit for any of the other dogs, nor Bingo the Puppy, so I don't know who, what dog actors played oh, them. Okay. Uh, the Librarian is played by Tom Nibley. Uh, known for Murder, She Wrote, Star Trek Next Gen. Uh, these are all one-episode things. Uh, a Home of Our Own and Magnum P.I. Uh, then Ted is played by Hugh Farrington. Known for The Terminator. Uh, T.J. Hooker, he plays Lieutenant Pete O'Brien on that show for a couple seasons. Uh, and Airwolf. Uh, he's also, this was actually his final acting credit. He actually only acted in nine other things. Huh. Um, he's also in um, MacGyver for an episode. And then lastly, Andy, Ted's assistant or houseboy, apparently, uh, is played by Andy Goldberg, uh, known for being in The Goodbye Girl, uh, Mr. Trundle on Curb uh, for an episode. He's also in The Toast and uh, Hi Honey, I'm Dead. Don't know. Uh, three new sex partners established. Uh, the Box Boy, who followed her home last week. And Ted, who is apparently very gifted in his cunnilingus technique for Blanche. And then an unnamed pilot in an airplane lavatory for Dorothy. So the tally now stands, Blanche 145, Sophia 10, Dorothy 10, and Rose 7. Huh. Woo-wee. Well, I don't have any other comments than what we've already made on this episode. Uh, kind of a weird one. Uh, but my only count is the very short picture story that we had by Sophia. Our series counts weddings, planned weddings at 10, physical abuse arose at 14, St. Olive stories 43, picture stories 24, cheesecakes eaten 19, Sicily Italian stories 9, Sicily Italian references 51, girls mad at each other, not best friends, or moving out 23 times, sports 31 times, games 33 of them, Stanley's a Bornak appearances set at 18, 
my rating this uh, another tough subject to deal with but Blanche doesn't have to really deal with it in the end uh, 78 out of 100 well I'll do it for this episode of the glide TV recaps the golden girls thank you for listening I hope you enjoyed if you did make sure to subscribe to the show for more great content like this and until that next episode good bye